part's gonna be annoying. I gotta hold this shit up to my face. Thanks. Alright, thank you. Yeah, we're live. So how does math explain reincarnation? Oh, you thought you were going to record it live? Yeah, what are we going to do, script it? No, I'm just saying, I thought you were going to record it and like, use it later. So, like... No, wait a second. Uh, wait, you stay here and just ramble to the phone, and I'm going to email you a script of what I want you to say. No, I'm just saying, like, it's a podcast, you know? Yeah. Okay, we're, we're, we're thinking about live in different ways. You're saying that we're rolling. I'm feeling like, I, I'm worried that I'm on air right this second. Oh, oh okay, no. <laughs> I meant we're recording, not live. Yeah. Li no, this isn't... Yeah, yeah I got you. <laughs> yeah, I love that idea, though, that I have a bunch of followers who are just like, oh, he's going to go live soon. He's going to go live soon with my fuel. One of my best friends. Boom, we're on the air. Boom, we're on the air. Everybody's just been waiting around for this. On the air with Gritty Wolfman. What's your problem? Hey, uh, shit. I can't do the Gritty Wolfman voice, but, uh, yeah. No, and nobody knows what that is, anyways. That's right. Uh, what were we talking about? We are talking about how you were going to explain to me how math explains reincarnation. I mean, it's not even that complicated of a concept. Okay. Uh, it is to me. I mean, well, if you, if you believe in any of the laws of thermodynamics and the concept you can't create or destroy energy, you can only change its form, then that's reincarnation. You know what I mean? You die, you become something else. Okay, but... Um I do. I do have some problems. They're not maybe not necessarily problems, but some questions there because it's not like your entire every cell in your body or every atom in your body is going to stay together. So is it is it you? If one if one one part of you, like the the most minute part that of you, goes into say like a tree leaf, are you just now that tree leaf? Even though it's not even your whole thing. That's a good question, but I mean, he says in, in the original, you know, Hindu fucking concept of reincarnation, the entire person went in. It's not a combination of two people or some shit. Like yeah, but that, those but. But Hindus are wacky as fuck, man. So it's just like, okay, no. <laughs> you got the best gods. The Hindus have the best gods. But the other idea I have, <clears throat> and it goes on what you're saying uh, about you know math, and if you can't describe what math, it's basically bullshit. Uh, I mean, things operate in patterns and cycles, you know. And fractals. Dude, don't forget the fractals. And the fractals. <laughs> so if something's operating in a pattern long enough, and that's another mathematical equation of motion, you know, concept of motion, it's going to keep operating in that pattern after it breaks down out of your body. And then maybe it does stick together for a while, long enough to become something. Sure, but I but I, but I think I think the actual the actual answer because in most of science uh, the actual like what happens to the energy in our bodies after we die it's probably a it's probably a very boring result it's like, just like like we don't come back as other people 
That's what I mean. Like, you know, we don't we don't go through time and just like, oh, here I am again, everybody, or back in time. Um, it's not good, like, hey, I'm coming, I died and I came back as a butterfly. You know, it's like, well, a butterfly probably isn't a whole person. You know what I mean? You probably don't need a whole person to make a butterfly. Probably a butterfly and, you know, some dog's butthole. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Or come back as a butthole. Like, what if you, <laughs> your entire person was just like, oh, I guess my entire body fit in this butthole. And it's like, like, hopefully it's not a truck driver or something like that, you know? <laughs> Like, what if all the, whatever the fuck comes back in re reincarnation, and you're a butthole, but you're like a hot girl's butthole. Like, a really hot girl's butthole. Well, then you're going to end up getting bleached at some point, probably. You're getting bleached? And then she's like, I'm going to do porn. Oh, fuck yeah, I'll do anal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just re And you're just like... You're like, 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 yeah, and like... You're, like, yeah, there's some sort of sentience being... Like, still within you, but you're a butthole, and it's like, uh, no! Fuck! This is... This is hell! This is pure hell! Just getting fucking reamed by giant fucking black dicks all the time. And just like... And... God damn, we're getting fisted again? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And it's like, I just... Ugh. And that's not even hell! Like, that... that like That's just your that, that would just be like no it could be worse it could be worse it like could be worse. yeah that's that's well, think about it this way if that happened before then there's some weird guy in your butthole there's like a yeah. living in your ass well i i don't want to gender specify my butthole Yeah. <laughs> it's probably a dude. It's probably some dude. It's probably like it's probably my grandpa. <laughs> like my great my great 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 grandpa is my butthole. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm 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 a straight white male, but my butthole is an old black lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and she's just like, motherfucker, you don't know how to wipe. <laughs> Fucking honky wipe and look. Oh, no, you don't even know how to do it. <laughs> I might have to edit that out because I don't want to try to sound like an old black lady. But uh, <laughs> I just go to I go to Nell Carter, man. I grew up with Nell Carter, and I'm just like, no, that's that's my older black lady, I guess. I don't know. Or or whoever owned Tom and Jerry, that lady. <laughs> yeah, like I I don't know if we can be faulted for that because those those cartoons were so good and the black lady was always on the chair just going Thomas. Yeah. But sometimes she was chasing around the broom. Like still, it was still like peanut style. You only saw her from like the tits down or something. Right, and that's why I think she was having an affair with Ma'am from the Muppet Babies. Whoa. Like, those headless fucking... Because ma'am was a white woman with no head. You, you remember? Oh, yeah, I totally remember. 
Yeah, in the cartoon The Muppet Babies, the, the caretaker of The Muppet Babies, I'm just letting this know for the people who are live right now, um, <laughs> she did, like we never saw her face. And we never saw the face of the woman who owned Tom and Jerry, but she was a large black lady. I would like to think that they... they uh, and like a weird old lady post, you know, relate, like an old lady relationship. Sure, yeah, or maybe even, that, like, you know, adopted a like fucking headless kid or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when you find out, you like, 50-year-old parents are gay. Mm. And you're like, whatever. You're, you're gay? You're 50? I don't care. Go ahead. Go for it. Have fun. You remember that, there was that show with Stacey Keach? And, oh, fucking, what was it? Who was the other guy? It's like, it was, a, it was a weird old male gay couple living in an apartment together, and one of them was Stacey Keach, and the other one, I can't remember who it was, I want to say it was like, Danny Glover, Carl Weathers, or something, what? what, what era, was it 80s, or 90s, early 2000s, <laughs> I want to say it was the early 2000s, but who knows, but... interesting, no, I don't know what that is, <laughs> but, it... <laughs> did I ever tell you about, I think I did tell you about this. I wanted to make a uh, a follow up to Predator Two with Danny Glover. Yeah, you did tell me about that. Because, <laughs> I I have to specify this for the recording. At the end of Predator Two, Danny Glover beats up the Predator and he wins. And the of course. and the Predators come out and they just give him this old gun, like this Civil War era gun. And then they're just like, just like you win. Here's this stupid ancient gun, and they leave. And and so I always thought a good follow up because you know I go to a lot of flea markets would be just Danny Glover's character at a flea market booth, just trying to sell this fucking gun that he almost died over, <laughs> and tell. Trying to, like, he's in overalls, you know, just trying to tell the story, like, I had to whoop so many alien asses for this, goddammit, I ain't taking less than 400, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I, I had to kill a fucking predator for this, do you know how hard that is? Yeah. <laughs> like, I got my ass whooped, I might go 375, but that's the least I'm going, you know? <laughs> that? That's like, like an episode of, uh, what's one of those fucking pawn, pawn shop? Kings or something. Yeah, yeah, Pawn Stars. Yeah. yeah. Pawn Stars, yeah, I can't yeah. Like Danny Glover comes in with his gun. <laughs> yes. It's like, you don't know what I had to do to get this, man. I, I had to whoop an alien's ass all over New York goddamn city. I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> That's gonna be the title of his biography, man. I hope so. I'm too old for this shit. Yeah. Danny Glover autobiography. And he's just sitting on a toilet holding that gun. <laughs> Correctly, at the end of the first Predator, when Arnold beat the Predator, I don't think he got anything. I don't think he he didn't get an award. Well, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, in the first Predator, they didn't give him shit. Uh, he, didn't get a, he didn't get a prize. He just didn't die. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah.
shit, I gotta look it up because I'm not gonna look it up right now, but in the comic book Batman vs. Predator, obviously Batman beat the Predator. Mm-hmm. I think it's weird, for being badass predators, everybody beats them. Fuck yeah. Like, they, the predators always lose. So oh. what kind of badasses are you really? When you kill a bunch of like no, in the comic books, like Alien versus Predator, the aliens would just fucking tear through the Predators. They like it was just like nothing. It's just like okay, these guys are paper. Like, I don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, I'm not gonna fight a Predator. I'll, I, I think I think you could take a Predator personally, dude. I don't. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'll get some shots in. I'm gonna hurt him. <laughs> I'll hurt him for sure. Yeah, no. It'll be it'll be like a prison fight where it's like, fuck. All right, this guy's gonna murder me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take it here. Like I guess I'll take a fucking uh, like. Cause the thing is, like predator's mouth, like it's just basically just like gaping fucking vagina. So it's like, I'll get in there, man. I'll fuck, I'll fist that predator mouth and I'll grab a tooth or something and I'll yank it the fuck out. <laughs> Go all flailing arms. Oh, totally. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, dude. Yeah, I'll go full on kid. I'll be, I'll be like the kid that doesn't want to leave the roller rink. <laughs> so, I'll do, so I'll do my fight the predator. No! Actually, fighting a predator, please use actual windmill arms, Adam. <laughs> it might work. I mean, fuck. Like, like the original stab punch. I know I used that when I was a kid. Oh, totally. <laughs> Just clean in circles. <laughs> I can fight the skills when I was young. I'm just gonna throw that out there. <clears throat> Dude, you still got those baby rhino skills. I'm sure you do. No, you beat, uh, I'll throw it out there, you beat Jesse Thorson, who's in the band The Slow Death, he's, uh, uh, and I, and I love Jesse, I think, I think he's a fantastic dude, um, and, uh, uh, maybe I'll edit this out later, uh, who knows, but, uh, no, but Jesse is in, uh, The Slow Death, he's in, uh, Pretty Boy Thorson, I, I think he's in a few other bands now, but he's a big dude, man, he's a big Midwestern fucking Minnesota dude. And, uh, and Mike Buell, who I'm speaking to right now, uh, beat him in arm wrestling, and Jesse was beside himself about it. Well, I centered my chi is what I did. I, I guess so. I, I harnessed my chi, and, and, and I just, you know, I got bug-eyed and jaw shaking. Really, it's like you can't tell from the front, but I got all this weird extra back knee. Oh yeah, yeah, dude, you're baby rhino for a reason. <laughs> yeah, we. It's not like anybody hasn't noticed your extra fucking back meat, dude. And that shirt fit weird, though. I went a lot of arm wrestling, but my shirts don't fit right. Mm-hmm. Well, you got one thing going for you, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got, got to get all my shirts taken in. But that was a very fun night because that arm wrestling happened at Blind Bob's. It was just like, you know, after a show or whatever, everybody was drunk. And, like, Jesse was, like, 
threw a mild fit. I don't want to say he's like throwing a big fit, but he was just like, I can't believe this motherfucker beat me. I think he, I think he hit a chair or something like punched or like I don't know. <laughs> he slammed the table for sure. He slammed the table. Yeah, he slammed the table. He got real pissed. It's like, but like he gave it up to you. It's like, yeah, you beat him. Yeah, he bought me a beer. Yeah. I think, that was the, I think that was the bet. Like, loser gets the beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, he was... went over to Nate and was like, <laughs> and that was the best night of your life ever. Ever. <laughs> yes. I was like, I, after that happened, I was like, I'm probably getting laid later. Did you? I don't remember. Probably not. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> not most nights. Oh, well. It's weird. Some nights when you get laid, you're just like, whoa, this is happening? That's like... <laughs> this never happens. Yeah, it's like you have doubt in your mind yeah. up until a point of actual intercourse. You're like, yeah, she's gonna she, she's stopping this at any moment. Any moment now, she's gonna be like, I gotta go. Any minute now. Yeah. <laughs> nope, we're doing it. I'm at the point now where if I got laid, it'd be like an alien abduction. Where it's like. <laughs> No, I swear to God, dude. I swear to God. It was like, what? You just brought you like you just got like returned. I was like, yeah, no, I didn't really even leave my house. Like, I just it just the thing that happened. I was right back in my bed. <laughs> uh, and you're sore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Come, my my great grandpa butthole was like, what the fuck was that? And I'm like, shut up, Grandpa. Shut up, Grandpa. <laughs> yeah. It's few and far between. Although I try to act cool when it's happening. Obviously, everybody does. Like, remember last time, I think, I was having sex. Some the girl was just like, uh, so you have sex or something? I was like, yeah, okay. I think I was eating something. I was like, just going to go rinse out my mouth, whatever. <laughs> when, was the, when was the last time you had sex? Why not? Because it's stupid. Well, I, I, I will talk about all the stupid times I've had sex. You won't talk about this one thing. Good for you, dude. Yeah, all right. You you got abducted by the aliens two weeks ago. Sweet. Well, before that, I'm pretty sure it had been at least like six months. Yeah. Well, to be clear for the listeners who are live right now, uh, you have been having sex with the same woman for uh, about a decade. Oh, way longer than that. Okay. Almost 40 years. 40, 40 years. <laughs> and you're 40 years old right now. That's that's uh, that's uh, quite a feat. Yeah, that's a, that's amazing. But you finally had sex with a different person. Is this what you're saying? Mm, no, same person. Oh well, fuck it. No, nobody cares. <laughs> Just for a really, really long time. <laughs> fuck somebody different. Because sometimes people get reincarnated as vaginas as well. It's not just buttholes. It's it's the entire body. Like, when, so now, now it seems like you're drawing the reincarnation concept to hell. Like, you know, if you if you don't get laid enough, you're gonna 
come back as a vagina. Mm. That's not where I'm going at all, but um No, I'm just saying if if our if our entire energy disperses throughout the universe and bodies are made of energy. Uh, can't leave the planet, man. Why can't we leave the planet? No, because the planet, the gravitational pull keeps the energy in in itself. You know? Okay, but every... Well, I mean, I there's things outside of our atmosphere that definitely have energy. Yeah, I know, but our specific energy is it's locked onto this planet, it's coded to this planet. I don't think every that... Every single planet is its own little petri dish or microcosm of existence. They're like little experiments scattered around, and they're far enough apart that they're not supposed to touch each other, you know? It fucks up the experiment. Well, who's experiment? Who's doing the experiment? I don't know. Somebody's fucking experiment. I wish she's gonna label that, but... Oh, let's go, let's go full on Joe Rogan here. Uh, so, so you're saying, are you suggesting that this is some sort, some sort of simulation? That we're not... I mean, it's, it's like the same thing. <laughs> it's, I think it's more of like a, let's see what ha- fucking happens with this, you know? Like, let's see if any of these assholes turn and get godlike powers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the dinosaurs didn't do any solid evolution for billions of years, so... Okay. So, like, maybe the dinosaurs were, like, the Atari 2600 of of uh, evolution, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was like, they, they, were, they were around for so fucking long. Right. Well, they never did shit. Well, I mean, you think about, like, you know... Yeah, but, um... I think they grew feathers. Congratulations, you just grew feathers. Sure. But I think that, like, if there is some sort of higher being, he's like a real lonely old scientist that's like, I think I need to make another one of me. So he just has these little experiments around. He's trying to, like, make another him. Through a series of evolutions, so he is not so lonely anymore. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the whole thing. Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's just the uh, the entire plot of uh, Multiplicity with uh, Michael Keaton, I think. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and we're the ones that get the the rages about plates in them. <laughs> I guess I I don't think I've ever ever actually seen that movie, but yeah. <laughs> You've never seen Andy McDowell get banged by three different Michael Keaton. Fuck! I'm I'm watching that movie. I'm totally all right. I'm gonna watch that tonight. But I'm I'm only <laughs> skipping that part. I don't want to watch the movie. I just want to see Andy McDowell get fucking railed by three Michael Keatons. But at the same time. All right. Then never mind. I'm not getting it. Right, um, and they have different personalities, I guess. Yeah, like one's the super, there's regular Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. standard Michael Keaton, and there's the more butch kind of aggro Michael Keaton, and then, oh, there's four, and then there's the effeminate Michael Keaton, Okay. and then there's like a mentally handicapped Michael Keaton. <laughs> Is there a Michael Keaton that goes, I'm Batman, I fought Predator. <laughs> I would say I would say the the more butch masculine uh, yeah. Michael Keaton is probably the Batman Michael Keaton. Sure. 
<laughs> and he's like telling Aunt, Andy McTell, like, I don't want to fuck you, but I think you can beat a predator. <laughs> Sounds like a great movie. I don't know. It's okay. It's got its moments, I guess. What have you been watching anything lately? What What have you been liking lately? Anything? Uh, I, I watched that. Um, I watched that Dark Crystal sequel. Oh, the Netflix series. Mhm. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember shit from the last movie other than that creeped me out as a kid. That was kind of... about most TV shows that I watch now where it's like, okay, you set up what the problem is, you can just solve it in the next episode. Like, like every every TV show just be, should just be two episodes. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know I mean? like, like, Breaking Bad definitely could have been done in two episodes. So it's like, oh, you got cancer? Oh, yeah. oh because that's the whole point of, of doing these, these series. Like, oh, we're going to explore the human condition by... Doing all kinds of crazy comedy of errors that would never really happen, but it's gonna express, you know. Yeah. The complexity of humanity. I like the. Obviously, if any of this shit happen, shit happen, like you know, any of the miscommunications, you'd be like, just explain things like a normal human being and have a conversation. The story's over twenty minutes. Yeah. No, I like the idea of just one episode TV shows. (laughs) (laughs) They're great. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean well, I put a, I guess an episode is twenty minutes with commercials and all that. Put one commercial in there for the next TV show that's just one episode. <laughs> like you won't believe what happens in this one episode of whatever the next bullshit TV show is, and uh, like bring back the A team, and they just get caught at the end. Like they they break out of jail, and then they're just caught at the end of the episode. Oh, <laughs> We're like, oh, we're bringing, oh, Alf's back, but he dies at the end of the episode. Like, he just gets captured by the government at the end of the episode. It's like, all right. He's on cats or something. It's just like, oh, God, you're here. I have your diseases. Because that's what they did with Alf. Like, they, I don't remember how long Alf was on. Maybe three years or something. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, seemed like it was on forever. But uh, but he got captured by the government at the end. Like, and then they did an alpha. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What? But they did an ALF movie where he's just, like, in the government fucking, like... Like, he he had definitely been experimented on to some degree. He wasn't, like, like caught open or anything. But, uh... Like, it, it was real fucking weird, man. And not many people not saw that. But, but uh, yeah, because a lot of people just remember ALF being captured by the government at the last episode of ALF. And they're just like, well, okay, I guess he died. Like, yeah, like... <laughs> I just... People didn't watch the movie. Um, to get the real ending. And I haven't seen the movie actually, like, but I, I read I read the Wikipedia article on it not that long ago, and uh, uh, and I was like, oh okay, they made the movie, and I I just read the whole plot of the the, the thing. It comes out with an eye patch on. Yeah, and then he fights Predator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he has a cigar in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's an issue of the ALF comic book where he has, where he's like a cyborg ALF, I think. <laughs> if I recall correctly, I've been going through like a lot of old comics lately and I was like, wait a second, what you're explaining I think I've seen. Um, yeah. Well, you watched the ALF cartoon, didn't you? Yeah, 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 a little bit, yeah. The Adventures of Gordon Shumway. Mm. Man, we're getting very that timely. Yeah. I have a very young audience that they, they won't know it. Uh, I, I try. I try to keep it. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. There's no. No. But this is only the second podcast of. Uh, and, and and also, but the name of the podcast is "You're Not Even Listening." I probably should. <laughs> I probably should. I appreciate that. That sad irony of actual truth and what you're saying. Oh yeah, no. I, but it's, I think it's great to have a podcast like that. And and really, all I want to do is kind of just bullshit with my friends. And uh, the first one uh, was with uh, a good friend of mine, Melissa Baker, and uh, we were the, the first episode. And I thought it went well. I don't know how many people listened to it. I didn't even look. Isn't there a counter on that? Yeah. Can you like monitor that thing? Yeah, yeah. There is, but I don't look. Like I just don't care. <laughs> so, like, yeah. Because to me, it's just like, it's fun. What's that? Yeah. Are, are we done now? Are we, are, we, are we clipping that off? Uh, we can be done whenever you want to be done. Oh, I'm just saying, you said that, you know, it was fun. It was like, it seemed like a finale moment, you know. Oh, like, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, I just said, you? it's fun, like... Like, I just want to, like, I want to, like, because, you know, doing the comedy thing, and then I want to, I want to uh, do more videos, and, like, like, YouTube stuff, and, like, do podcasts, and just, like, like... You know I don't photograph well. I can't, I can't be on videos. I'm not asking you to be on video. <laughs> I'm just saying, why? Well, You're not involved in every project I'm doing, Mike. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, like, we just did a dumb video, or I did a dumb video, like, with some, some people, uh, of, uh, the Skyline Chili Review, I think I told you about it. Tell me again. Well, we went, we went down in the depths of this, like, fucking dungeon beneath Cincinnati. Okay. And, 
and and basically kind of did an uh, ur urban exploration thing. Like, hey, let's let's. Uh, they look like catacombs. Um, and uh, and then eventually we just stumble upon me, and I'm in my underwear. And uh, and it's it's black and white, and I look like a true goblin. Like, if you want to feel bad about yourself, look at yourself in black and white in a fucking weird tunnel below a building. And uh, and then I smeared Skyline Chili all over myself. Yeah, it was gross. It was uh, really gross. So, I mean, you're pretty goblin-like in that Lucero video we made. Well, thank you. <laughs> I thought that was the point. I thought that's why you wore all the black eye makeup that we shot in black and white. I don't really know what the point of that was. I, I, it was more, I, I thought it would look more like I was a ghost, somewhat. You know, like I, I was a dead person or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't really know. But, um... Yeah, black eye makeup always means death. Well, it you know it had to be done on the cheap. Um, well, I'm, yeah, it's like once you hit black and white, and you're so pale anyway. It's like, yeah, he looks white. He's fucking Ryan, isn't he? For the live viewers, the people who are watching this live right now, um, <clears throat> this is a music video that uh, Mike and I made for the band Lucero. Fucking. 2008 maybe 2009. Very long time ago. Yeah, ten. Uh, yeah, about about eleven. I I was gonna go say thirteen, but yeah, 11, about eleven years ago or whatever. I'm, I'm, I was living on High Ridge at the time, so I bet it was 2009. Okay, so ten years ago. Um, but yeah, we we made this video for the band Lucero, who I still think is a fantastic band. But uh, uh, but they were just doing a thing where they were just looking for people to make videos and. Well, we put an offer in, they accepted it, and, and they paid us to make this video where I had an idea, where I followed this, um, it's based on the lyrics of the song, basically, so it's not just me being a creep, but, uh, where I kind of just followed this woman around, uh, but in my head at that time, I was like, well, it'd be like I'm a, a ghost or a spirit, like, not, not necessarily a zombie, I didn't want to be a zombie, but... Also, we had zero money, and, and we just did it all on a um, Saturday Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, in downtown Dayton, uh, 2009. Uh, I don't know. It, but also, we had a um, we had a headquarters, which was this bar that was open yeah. downtown. I forget the name of that bar. Bingers Bar. Bingers. I don't know if it's still open. Probably not. Right, and it was next door to that old computer repair shop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and the um, uh, the the uh, uh, Catholic Church fucking prop shop or whatever. You can just go buy like supply the, shop. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the, you want holy water? We got holy water. You need plastic crosses? We got those. Yeah. Yeah. It was like this warehouse. It's like surplus store of like church shit, where you can just go in and buy like, hey, you got any little baby Jesuses around? <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> I, I really need my house to smell like myrrh. So if you got a lot mm -hmm. of myrrh here, I'll take it all. So, yeah, and but so we had the, the church supply store, and we had Binger's Bar, and then right next to Binger's, I believe, was a porn shop. And, um... Uh, was the porn shop next to the church supply store? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Anyways, the, the three of those businesses were all aligned. 
like you know, we we had bingers, church supply, porn store. It was awesome. Um, yep. The glory days of Dayton, Ohio. I don't know if they're there any longer. And you brought you brought a box of props and an idea, and we just rolled with it. Yeah, that's pretty much all I wanted to do, and I think we made it work as. It's pretty good. I think we made it. I, I don't want to say the best as we could. Like maybe we could have done better, but uh, um. And a lovely Joel. And what? Joel. She was she was a chickier sock. Oh, I I'm sorry. I didn't even know. I thought you said Jello. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, she was she was fantastic. Who's your buddy with the guitar and the devil mask and the devil head? Oh, uh, that was my friend Wade. And, uh, yeah, well, essentially what we did is uh, we got a, uh, we got all our friends that were available at the time, and they all fucking stepped up, and, and I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. You guys do kind of whatever the fuck you want, and we'll just roll yeah, with yeah, it. Well, if we walk through the Oregon district and someone throws a beer at me. <laughs> Somebody threw a beer at you? No, you. I think it was, it was Brad, wasn't it? Oh, maybe you did. I missed that part. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. No, yeah. That one is slow motion. <clears throat> then there was that. There was like then there was the, the the weird leg leg brace, and I want to say an eye patch. Mm hmm. And we we shot him on the fly. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Sort of. I kind of talked him into it. Like at the first, I remember that conversation because he was absolutely like, "No, no way." And then I basically, if I recall correctly. Because, again, it was, like, ten years ago. If I, if I remember right, like, I was just like, dude, you're, like, it's only going to be, like, ten seconds. We're going to walk right past you. Like, we're not going to focus on you. But, of course, I'm an asshole. And so, in the video, I did a slow motion of him. Like, <laughs> so he's in the, he's there for, I don't know, maybe 13 seconds. It doesn't matter. But, yeah. And, uh, I forgot, all, like, all the people that were in, all of Rad Company was in that. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah, it was, it, well, that was back when the Dayton Dirt Collective was a thing as well, and I think it was right by there. Um, Isn't that where we kept our gear? That we is, that area? yes, yeah, 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 Dayton Dirt Collective, um, I, I, I want to say this just for the one person that might listen to this, is, like, Dayton Dirt Collective was a uh, punk collective of, like, a... Uh, a shop space downtown Dayton where they would have like punk shows and uh, poetry readings and things like that. Um, it's really, really cool. It didn't last, but who did have? Yeah. Oh, I just remembered something. Anyway, would oh, you? Yeah. Wait, wait, no, wait. Would you remember? I was trying to think of something from a conversation I was having with somebody else, and I just remember because I couldn't remember. That bar Hummers that was downtown where we would go into the basement and see shows, you know? Hummers? I don't remember that. Hummers, yeah. It's where Willie's is now. I don't, I don't think I ever went to a show there. I don't remember that. Well, I was 18. I don't know what you were doing. Right now, I was like, that's probably 17. That's where we would go for underage and wanting to go see punk shows for either one of the places. Like that in the sub galley. Yeah, yeah. No, when I when I was first like as a teenager, like sixteen, being in a band, like we would come to Dayton and play sub galley. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was weird. It was like this restaurant on top, restaurant and bar on top that we weren't allowed to go in because we were underage. But there was a staircase directly next to the door, so you had to go 
right down the stairs into the basement to go see the show. Mm-hmm. I saw I saw uh, Lake Bone there. Oh, I'm sorry. This is a fact. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I, I, Lake Bone's one of those bands that, like, I, who've been around forever, and, uh, I don't want to, I, I don't want to necessarily talk shit about them, but, but I think, I, from what I heard, they were good, like, in the 90s or whatever, but, uh, but when I got, when I finally got to see them, like, much later, I was like, I, I, I think these guys may have been good earlier, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Back when they were liquid Lake Bone? I, yeah, I guess. Like, I don't know. I was just never that into them. But, um, yeah. Anyways. I was there for a girl anyway. No, but I wanted to ask you, there was that guy, that that weird guy on set that we had. The swastikas on uh, his face. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. His name was, um... Oh, shit. I just had it, but as soon as I said that sentence, uh, uh... And so I thought that his head was shaved and he had the ponytail... And he threw a baby or something, threw a baby doll on the Yeah, no, he had, like, he had tattooed swastikas all over his face. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, a lot of fun qualities about him. Man, we called him, like, Wild Man or Wild Dave or some shit like that. God damn it. Um. And, and, oh, the funniest thing, too, with that dude, I, I met that dude when I worked at the tattoo shop on North Main Street. I was working at Glen Scott Tattoos, um when I was about uh, 19 years old, and that guy would come in there to get tattooed because, like, Glenn didn't give a fuck. He would tattoo anybody. And this guy came in with swastikas all over his face, man. And he's kind of an intimidating dude back then. And uh, the guy that ran the shop was this old biker guy named uh, Ed the Dog. And uh, and Ed... Uh, Ed was a hardcore... Like, he, he was a rough dude as well, but, like, he didn't like Nazi shit. He didn't like, like, he was, he was pretty progressive, I guess, as you would think a biker dude would be back in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And so this, um, I think we just called him Wild Bill. I believe that's what we called him. I, I, I don't, I can't recall what his actual name was. But, uh, anyway, so Wild Bill would come in with the swastika face. And Ed the dog, who's a gnarly motherfucker himself, would be like, like have a seat. You know, you, you know your appointment's coming up, whatever. Because back then, like in the tattoo shop, we had a, like a lounge area, like people can just hang out, and, like watch TV. <laughs> but Ed the dog would be alone with this guy, kind of like he would know that that I'm around or somebody's listening or whatever, and he'd be like, Ed the dog would be like. I can't wait to get off work and suck a bunch of dicks tonight. <laughs> Just to see it with this Wild Bill fucking, like, literally, this guy had little tiny swastikas tattooed all over his face, man. And, and the dog would fuck with him because he didn't like that shit. And so Ed the dog would be like, can't wait. I can't wait to go jerk off a bunch of dudes, suck all the dicks. <laughs> Yeah, it was fucking great. It was so, it was so funny, dude. And the dog, God, I miss that dude, man. He was, he was crazy. Wild, Wild Bill was just like a straight up crazy person. 
Um, yeah. I remember talking to him when I, we were planning the Lucero video. I had ra- I just ran into him downtown somewhere. I think I think I ran into him when we were like kind of lo- location scouting, like looking for places we wanted to shoot the video. Mm-hmm. If I if I recall, and I was just like, but it was days before we were actually going to shoot the video. And I was just like, yo, dude, we're going to be shooting this video on uh, Saturday, probably around noon. Like, feel free to come by. Like, I'll throw you in the video. Um, because he's fucking crazy looking. Yeah. And uh, never thought that he would show up, and then he did. So, um, so then we had to do it. But, uh... Oh, well, Bill, if you're listening, thanks. God, I would have to imagine that guy's dead now. I, um... If he's not dead, I'm coming to Dayton and we're doing a documentary on Wild Bill. Um, <laughs> is, it, is it going to be like the documentary did of, of the, the White Pimp of Dayton? <laughs> yeah, it's going to be just like that. But I, I don't think Wild Bill would be as boring. Um, uh, for for clarification, Mike Buell and I did a documentary. I'm not, I, I wouldn't call it a documentary. I don't know what you call it. Just an interview. Like an interview, really? Yeah, just an interview with... Uh, this guy that I would call the albino pimp of Dayton, uh, he ran a porn shop, uh, and he sold a lot of VHS tapes out of the out of the porn shop. Not not just porn VHS, but uh, just regular regular stuff. I collect VHS tapes, and uh, so I would go in there all the time. And I kind of became friends with this guy. He's a always dressed very nice, but he's a pimp. Like he he was a pimp. He pimped out like girls. Seventy-year-old pimp. Yeah, yeah. He's like in his seventies. Never stopped chain. Like he's constantly smoking, but he's dressed really nice. Like he dressed know, as nice as you could dress. As I guess living on Third Street in Dayton, Ohio. Um, but uh, but but the story behind that is uh, is like I would go in there and buy VHS t- tapes from the dude, and we'd just start talking. He'd tell me some crazy stories. About like you know late night bars like ran out of houses. What do you call those like bootleg joints? He he'd, like tell me about bootleg joints. He'd tell me about fucking running girls and shit. Like just like some crazy stories. So I was like, dude, can I record this? Can I like sit down and like let's record this? And uh, and he said yeah. And so uh, Mike and I here um, went down to record him, and he didn't really talk about much. So. Yeah, he, he, he just he just clammed up on us. Yeah. And, and then he was bullshitting us about it. Like, when the camera was off, he'd, be, he'd start talking about all this crazy shit. And then we'd turn the camera on, and he'd be like, no, I was a pretty mellow guy back then. Yeah, he'd just be no, like, well, I, uh, I play a little bit of football. It's like, nobody gives a fuck about your football, dude. <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh yeah, no. So it's on YouTube. It's on. Uh, it's on. If you go to YouTube and look up Ryan Gelatin, it's it's all there. Uh, Lucero videos there. The uh, fucking albino pimp interviews there. And uh, I don't think it was. I don't think it was bad. And also, I lost a lot of that footage for a while. I, oh, I know, I, but I'm talking about how we got it. Yeah, yeah. No, we we fucking totally. I I wonder if that dude. How funny would it be? If the albino. Don't you remember, like we had to like pretend we pretend to turn the camera off so we yeah. could actually talk. Mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, "Put the lights on." I was like, "Oh, that's no, just a battery light. It's cool." That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That, well, I don't need. I don't know if we need to. That's pretty shady. <laughs> but yeah, we did that. We did it. Yeah, because I wanted. I wanted to hear some real shit. The real shit. 
that he would say when I was just like like looking through his fucking stupid VHS tapes, and uh, you know what I'm saying like so, but he just wouldn't talk when the camera was on. So it's like, all right, well, we're gonna trick you. Um, was essentially what we did, and uh, yeah. but I was thinking how funny it would be if um, if him and uh, Wild Bill with the fucking face full of swastikas are now a happy couple. That would be amazing. That would be the most amazing love story. Like, that's what, worth a documentary, right? Like, what if they hooked up? Yeah. Like, you guys found each other? You get... <laughs> the albino pimp. You just call it that. Wild Bill and a white pimp of Dayton. Yeah, or white pimp. I like albino pimp, but it's not quite albino accurate. Albino pimp, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, he wasn't albino. He was just extremely white. But, uh... <laughs> But I'm extremely white as well, and I don't call myself an albino, so I understand. <laughs> you want to tell a story about the time you had to tattoo that butthole? Mm. Yeah, I can. I tattooed a butthole. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. There's not much of a story to it, man. The story... Is, I guess the, 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 the crux of the story was, like, I was going to get fired if I didn't tattoo the butthole. Like, I worked... Like, uh... I worked at a tattoo shop, and uh, this woman came in, wanted her butthole tattooed, and the boss, uh, Glenn Scott, uh, was like, well, if you don't do it, like, he gave it to me because I was, like, the apprentice, and uh, I was like, I don't want to tattoo a butthole, he's like, if you don't want to tattoo it, just go and pack your shit up and leave. <laughs> and I was like, well, I didn't want to do that either, because, like, I, I wanted to do tattoos, I, you know, whatever. And also, I was 19, I was 19 years fucking old. Or I was maybe maybe I was eighteen. I started maybe maybe I can't remember. I can't remember how old I was when I tattooed the butthole, but I know I started there when I was eighteen. So maybe I was eighteen, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, he was just like basically tattoos butthole or fucking you don't work here anymore. And uh, so yeah, I, I tattooed the butthole and uh, just the word "stay over" around the butthole. I don't know. That's very anticlimactic. Yeah, well, I don't know, because it is it is kind of an anticlimactic story or whatever, but, um, <laughs> tattooing a butthole, man, I'd do it again. I'd do it again. <laughs> I think, <laughs> I want to do it again, because I'm be like, because I don't think I did it that well. And that's how it goes to me. I wasn't really proud of that butthole tattoo I did. Oh, plus I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, yo, girl, I'm tattooing your great-grandpa, he fucking got reincarnated in your butthole. <laughs> Everything's coming full circle. If, yeah, yeah, just like Grandpa Butthole fucking reincarnation just comes on back. <laughs> um, all right, I'll stop with the Grandpa Butthole reincarnation. I I like it, but uh. Hey, this is your party. You can take it wherever you want. <laughs> but any, but the the reason she got the word "stay over." Is because uh, she belonged to a, uh, I guess, some sort of swingers club or sex club. I don't know what it was, but uh, uh, apparently there was a fine. Pool club? Was it the Dayton Pool Club? It wasn't the Dayton Pool Club because the name of the place was the Stay Over. That was the name of the place. Uh, So I imagine it's just like some dude's house or something. I don't know. (laughs) But but apparently, apparently she would get some some sort of benefit 
from it. Like, I, I, I believe the story she told me was she would get him for free for, like, a lifetime free, like, like, I don't know. No, coupon. A lifetime free coupon. Yeah, no admission or whatever. But that doesn't make sense because as far as I know about sex clubs, women get him free. Like, so. Yeah, no matter what. Yeah. So that doesn't make any sense. But also, I was very naive. Well, I mean, like, dudes aren't even allowed to go unless they're with a woman or something like that. Right. Right. So, but yeah, I believe that was a story she gave me. She was like, apparently she from my memory, she was telling me it's like it's fifty dollars a night to go. Um, and it, but yeah, but it, but uh, the owner told her that uh, she got the name of the sex club tattooed around her butthole. She can get in for free. I don't know forever or whatever. Um, so that's what she did, and she's yeah. Hopefully, it's still going. I hopefully it's thriving. I know because then your lifetime coupon is pretty much yeah. Mm-hmm. Place doesn't exist anymore. It's like, what are you supposed to do with this tattooed butthole now? Well, I, I, well, I'm, I got a Borders Books butthole tattoo, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and now they're closed. Yeah, but I got all the words Borders Books and music, <laughs> and all around it. <laughs> it took, it sucked. And it was painful, and, yeah. and I'll have to go in and to get my to get my straight books. I'll have to spread my cheeks every single time. Yeah, I got Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey Circus, the greatest show on earth, tattooed around my butthole. And then they closed. Yeah, now they're gone. I can't get in the circus any longer. <laughs> can't even get into jungle gyms <laughs> which is a circus themed grocery store in Cincinnati that nobody knows about <laughs> oh man that would be hilarious if you just like opened somebody's cheeks and it was like eight different places tattooed in there like when you open up somebody's wall and they've just got all these gift cards in there oh dude well no it's, it's like if you remember the movie The Jerk or <laughs> Steve Martin <laughs> The girl he's dating, she's like, I got your name tattooed on my butt. And he's like, whoa, it's like a phone book on here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Some of these people are dead. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's my life. That's my entire life. Like... Mike Buell, thank you for going through my entire life history. No problem. Beginning to end. Beginning to end. Nothing else happened. That's pretty much it. We didn't even touch on Blood Barn. Uh, well, because that's not a thing that actually happens. I don't know what to say about that. Those two, I mean, yeah, we couldn't do it because by all this fake blood... Oh, okay. Well, I will tell the Blood Barn story. Blood Barn was a thing that Mike Buell and I were going to make because we did a Lucero video. At that time, we were kind of... I was. I'm not quite... We had momentum. I, yeah, we had momentum. Like, we wanted to, we wanted to, just wanted to keep filming stuff. We wanted to be, like, little filmmakers. I did. And, uh, and I was trying to drag you along with me. You had a girlfriend that wouldn't let you leave your house and shit, so it was difficult. But... But Mike Buell, I, I, I think you're, you're uh, I, 
I, I always, always loved your input on everything, and, and like, and you went to film school and shit, so it's like, like, I, I wanted you there with me, it's like, help me out with this, um, because I, I just wanted to make shit, I just wanted to film shit, and anyways. We're the, having lots of fun, we're having lots of fun with that. Absolutely, but Blood Barn, um, there was a, uh, horror movie contest. Uh, I forget. I forget through what website, but they're just like, yeah, basically make a five-minute horror movie, and and submit it. And I was like, let's do it. Let's do it. So we just kind of wrote up this dumb thing. I I, I knew a pr a friend of mine, a friend of ours, has a barn that wasn't being used, like farmland and a barn. It's like, yeah, let's just make it like a goofy horror thing. Real quick. A lake or something, right? Like a large pond. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, there's a lake, and but, but that was kind of the gist of it. Um. And, uh, and I, and I had some people, like, it was just going to be, like, three actors or something like that. I forget. Yeah, it was, like, a monster and a couple. It was, like, a classic couple goes to yeah, the Yeah, like, it, it wasn't, like, any brilliant story, as far as I recall. Like, it was just, like, well, yeah. Maybe the thing at the end was, like, the monster marries the girl or something. I don't remember, dude. I don't remember the story whatsoever. Um, I'm, maybe, I don't know. I, I'm sure I tried to make it. Uh, silly to some degree, but I, I honestly don't remember. But anyways, the morning of the uh, it was like a Saturday morning. That's the Saturday. Oh oh oh! I did okay. So this guy Dan. Uh, at the time we were living, I was living in Dayton. This guy Dan who lived in Cincinnati was gonna be. Um, I think I think he. Was, yeah, I guess he's gonna be the monster. Yeah, he's gonna be the. Uh, the axe murderer guy. And, uh, cause he looked like, yeah, well, fuck. I don't know. He won't listen to this, but, um, yeah. No, so he was gonna be the axe murderer guy. And, uh, anyways, uh, and, uh, I, I had this girl lined up who said she was gonna do it, and then the morning of, she canceled. She, was, she canceled because she said she's just too hungover. <laughs> That's not what happened. That's not what happened. It was no? two, it was two in the morning. And she was so shit-faced that they had to drag her out. And her boyfriend called up and told you, oh, man, she's not coming. She's too fucked up. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, anyway, she was too fucked up. Probably, yeah, too, she wasn't going to make it. So we didn't have our lead actress or whatever. Which which yeah. is fine. I, was gonna pay, I wasn't paying her shit anyway. So it was all volunteers. So it's like, okay. Um, but the damn dude who's going to play the axe murderer... Who I didn't really know, like he, like um, uh, he was kind of a friend of a friend type thing. Um, decided he's like, well, I'm just gonna come down to Dayton anyways, or come up to Dayton anyways, uh, just to hang out. And I was like, well, we're not filming anything. Like it's all it's done. It doesn't matter. Like it was just for a dumb contest that I, it didn't. It not, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just for fun, and it, like it fell through. So it's like no big deal. Um. But he, he decided he was going to come up to Dayton anyways. And so he showed up at my house at like 1 p.m. with like a 12-pack of like PBR. And uh, I was like, oh, okay. Uh, all right. So like we just started drinking. And uh, and if I recall correctly, like it was fine. Like I didn't really know the dude. Like we just hung out at my house and we were like drinking beers. And... Um, if I recall correctly, I think the Give Ups were playing that night or something. Like, I was looking for something for us to go do. Because I didn't know this dude. 
And and I, and also when he showed up with a twelve pack of beer, I was like, oh, I guess you think you're gonna stay here. Fuck. You know what I mean? I guess you think this is a sleepover. Right. I was like, well, okay. Uh, and again, like, I don't really know the dude that well. Like, uh, not well enough to let him, like, fucking stay at my house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'll, I knew him well enough to be like, hey, do you want to play an axe murder in my movie and leave? <laughs> like, <laughs> go right the fuck home afterwards, please. <laughs> all right, cut, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, exactly. All right, we got all the footage we need. Bye. <laughs> and he's like, when are we going to get paid? Never. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. We gotta submit it to Fangoria Weekend first. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but no, so the the dude shows up at my house with a 12 pack of beer, and we're just like, I was like, alright, like, okay. So yeah, we just like drink a night, and I, there was a show going on that night. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure, sh- I think it was the Give Ups. Like, Give Ups are friend of ours, friends of ours. And so, like, I was kind of just looking, like, how can we go, like, the, the dude was fine. Like, he he wasn't creeping me out or anything, but... It, it, there was story, man. Well, I just want to... No, I just want to, like, fucking... All right, fine. So we went and saw the show. Like, because I, I was at a certain point, it's like, dude, let's go hang out with other people. Like, we don't have to just sit here finishing off a fucking 12-pack, just me and you, I don't know you, type thing. Let's get a buffer in here. Yeah, let's get some buffers in here. So, uh, yeah, we ended up going to some bars. And the Oregon District saw a show or whatever. I... Pretty, I, I don't know if I saw you or not. I can't remember. But, uh, but yeah, so at this point, this dude's definitely staying at my house. Like, he's fucked. He's fucked up. I'm fucked up. And, uh, but I'm, you know, I'm living with my girlfriend. And so, anyways, uh, so we go back to my house. Uh, I make him a bed on the couch. Like, I'm just like, yeah, dude, like, here's your bed. Here's a blanket. Here's a pillow. Like, good night. And then, so I go upstairs. Polly's up there, my girlfriend at the time, and we just start fucking. And you know, of course, I don't know what she was doing that night. I don't, I can't recall if she came out with this or not. But anyways, yeah, it was just one of those nights. It's like, yeah, let's get. And she often did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we like, but to it, but I see the fucking door opening. I see our bedroom door opening, <clears throat> and it's that dude. Um, and so I just jump up, man, and I fucking just, like, shove him down our hallway, and I'm naked with a boner, because I, I just, like, I pulled right the fuck out of the vagina, and I'm like, no! I remember yelling at this dude, like, like, fuck no! Oh, fuck no! Get the fuck out of here! Yeah! Like, what else do you say, man? Well, I was looking for the bathroom, wrong door, sorry! That's what he told me! But it took him to get, like, down the stairs. Like, because we're on the second floor of my house. You know, so he had to go down the stairs. He's like, I'm just looking for the bathroom. I'm sorry. But the thing is, man, during that time we were drinking the 12-pack, just the two of us, he went to the bathroom at least three times in my house. You know what I'm saying? He knew where the bathroom was. Whatever. Obviously, maybe he got that fucked up. That's fine. Maybe he... He walked right past the bathroom because our bedroom was the next door past the ba- the bathroom. <laughs> but our bathroom had an accordion door, like it it wasn't like a normal. Oh yeah, very yeah, distinguishable door. Yeah, and uh, 
I don't, I don't fucking know, man. I don't, I have no idea. But anyways, he ended up walking to our room while we're banging, and I had to push him down the hallway. And 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 I would think, in hindsight, I overreacted. I guess, but I don't know. I don't know how you fucking react in that situation. You know what I mean? He got him with his boner attack. He's bigger than me, but uh, but uh, yeah, I'm just like full on boner, like get the fuck out of here, like no, <laughs> yeah, get the fuck downstairs, motherfucker, like not happening. But here's the thing, oh god, I hope he doesn't listen to this, uh, because we're Facebook friends, we're we're still Facebook friends, and I'm and I'm definitely posting this on Facebook, what the fuck ever. But thing is, he he uh. He uh, went out on my back porch and just, like, sat there. And then afterwards, I ran back upstairs. Polly obviously was fine. And uh, and I, so I put clothes on, and I'm just like, I don't, I don't really know what to do right now. Like, what, what what do we do? And Polly was just like, just go talk to him. I was like, okay. <laughs> and that's the thing. In that classic sitcom moment that would normally go horribly awry, just, just go have a conversation with the guy and figure it out. <laughs> yeah. So, so, um, <laughs> I, uh, I went down to talk to him. He's sitting on my back porch. I had a, I had a picnic table on my back porch and he's sitting there and he's crying. He's seriously, he's crying. And I, and, and, and so then also I'm just like, dude, I'm sorry. I, I, I guess I reacted. I, I don't know what the fuck was going on there. You came in my bedroom, uh, and if I rec- if I recall correctly, he was going on about some pretty uncomfortable things, like um, in his life at that time, um, regarding like being lonely and, and things like that. Um, oh, that makes it even worse. Like, that makes yeah, it, it kind of does, but I don't want to like I don't want to focus on that. But uh, the dude was going through some shit, and and so I I just tried to forget all about. Like, cause he didn't, you know, he he just opened the door. I don't know. Maybe he was looking for the bathroom. But uh, so yeah, I just sat and talked to him for a while. Like, just hung out, smoked some cigarettes, hung out, and uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably around four thirty in the fucking morning. Uh, eventually, um, went back to sleep and just told him to stay on the couch. I guess and. Uh, and he was gone. He was gone. I woke up, and I I made sure I didn't sleep in. I made sure I I I, I think I got up around seven or eight, and uh, he was already gone. Yeah, I don't know. So that's how uh, Blood Barn went. Blood Barn. <laughs> so uh, could have been great. Turned out better. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. You got a lot of chocolate syrup for that movie. Oh yeah, I did. I get. I did get a lot of chocolate syrup. I don't know. What I, I don't know what I did with that. I th- oh, I think I donated it or something. But yeah. But, uh, store it for drinking milkshakes for the rest of your life. Chocolate milk. I can't tell how long we've been talking, but probably too long. Um, Mike Buell, uh, do you have anything you want to promote for the uh, two and a half people that listen to this? Hmm. No, not yet. Mm. Not yet. Well, I'll be at Go Bananas on 10-9. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Even though...
even though I guarantee I will not put this out tomorrow. So by the time you hear this, I'll already have been at Go Bananas. Um, we'll talk about that on the next podcast. Oh, you're down for another one, huh? Sure. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, Alright, well, I have to go pee. Alright, I gotta get to wake up for work in the morning anyway. Alright, love you, Mike Buell. Love you too, buddy. It was a lot of fun. Can't wait to do it again. Uh, Alright, whatever, dude. I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, bye.